You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Hi, everyone. Podcast number 22, a top trading fear, FOMO, F-O-M-O. This is Paul from Discipline Trading Strategies with another podcast in the series of What Matters in Trading and Investing. I want to start off just taking a quick moment to say thanks for a lot of you listening to these. And I have been somewhat in shock by the number of people that are listening to these and reaching out to me in email and saying thanks and becoming interested or making steps to improve their trading. I really didn't know I'd reach that many people. Glad all of you are enjoying these. You'll have to forgive me on number 22. I don't keep notes of what I've said in every other one. And if you listen to these and binge them all, you may hear me repeat a couple of things. I don't go through my background on every one of these. Matter of fact, I probably did on one at the most. But you can kind of think of me as maybe just the, the truth person in trading. You can make a lot of money trading. It's a great thing. Most people don't because they don't understand how to go about it. I'm not a Wall Street person. I started trading without any knowledge of what a stock or a bond was just before 1998 and late 98. And I learned a lot along the way. I went through all the same things a lot of you were going through. And I've also helped a lot of people how to learn and understand trading because there's not likely the process that most of you think of. And it certainly is not anything you're likely going to read on the internet. And it certainly doesn't come from listening to news or people on TV. I want to give that little preface here to this one because this is perhaps one of the most important topics when you come down to it. When I say important, it all matters what level you're at at trading. I could say almost every topic I talk about is the most important topic, but it really depends where you are. If you're brand new, the most important topic is to learn what the heck you're doing. And that permeates through all of these. But there's a spot that a lot of people reach. A lot of traders go after it for a while, and maybe they got some kind of education. Maybe it was okay. Maybe it wasn't so okay. But they feel they know what they're doing, and they've been going at it a while. And maybe they're a smart person, and they've learned to adapt and adjust and improve what they do, which is a very important part of trading, like it is in most anything you do. But they just can't get past that break-even area. A lot of people get stuck in that, or they're just slowly bleeding, and they feel good because they're slowly bleeding, and they feel they'll stop it, but they never do. This is the podcast that's important for those people. This is where maybe you have some pretty good knowledge. Maybe you can feel you can turn the corner, but you just can't. The topic is a top trading fear FOMO. And FOMO, of course, stands for fear of missing out. As it says in the episode description, you probably know that unless you've been living in an underground shelter for the last 20 years. But the term applies to all kinds of things. I don't even know where it started. So you may not understand how it applies to trading, but it probably is more applicable to trading than to anywhere else. Here's a quote that I'm taking right off of a very simple one-purpose email that I send out occasionally to DTS members. I call them DTS quick tips, and they're just a little picture of a little television monitor that has a saying on it. And I put about 12 of them out. I just put them out whenever I feel like one. And they're just little one-line quotes, but they're things that could help change your trading career in some cases. And here's the one that revolves around this one. It says, trading tip, it's not what you miss, it's what you make. If you have the constant fear of missing out, you will lower your odds. Strike when things line up. Lay low when they don't. That simple line is one of the best lines out there. I don't think anybody would deny that. The problem is, is in executing it, right? That's the problem with so many things. How do you make money trading? Buy low, sell high. Oh, great idea. Well, how do you do that? How do you manage trades? Oh, let the winners run and cut the losers short. Oh, great idea. But how do you do that? 
Most people's education, unfortunately, is just a collection of true but useless sayings like that. They're all great to know, but how do you do that? Strike when things line up, lay low when they don't. That's what I just said. Oh, great. Anybody knows to do that. But how do you do that? How do you know when things line up? I'll come back to that in a minute. Here's where the problem starts with FOMO, because here's a statement that nobody can deny. There's a lot of statements you can question in trading, but here's when you cannot deny. When you start trading, you realize that you can actually make a former week's salary in half a day, or a lot less than that sometimes. That's a true statement, absolutely. But note the word can, that magic word can permeates a lot of trading conversation and a lot of trading emails you will see what you can do. It's not the word will, it never will be. There's never a case in trading where you know you're going to make something, it's all about odds. But the statement that you can make that much money that quickly is very true and it does happen. Matter of fact, the problem is that almost everybody gets a taste of that, even new traders. Brand new traders, they're going to have some great trades. They're going to have some terrible trades. It's the consistency that matters. But almost everybody gets a taste of that bigger money. And unfortunately, that can be a very, very bad thing. Why is it a bad thing? You'll see as I proceed with this podcast. You get that taste of something and you think that's the answer. And then you think you're good and you keep trying to come back, but you don't really know what you're doing. The best example I have is take me golfing. I generally caught on to most all sports pretty well, and I have some sports I like pretty well, but I started golfing kind of late in life. I was probably 20 when I started golfing, and I never took a lesson. I just went with friends, just had fun. I never really got serious about it. Never quite took to it, I felt, as well as other sports. I started a year left-handed. I went to right-handed. I went back to left-handed. It's because I'm a lefty naturally. That obviously means you don't feel quite comfortable. But I've always had fun going out. Never took it that seriously. I'm not a terrible golfer, but you know, I'm not, not a good golfer. But what always happens is I go out and have a lot of good shots, a lot of bad shots. And then, you know, halfway through the back nine, I'm thinking, why am I out here golfing? This isn't any fun. Maybe some of you can relate to this. And then, you know, on the 17th, 18th, 16th hole, all of a sudden you hit that great shot. You know, I can still remember some of them, you know, hitting 220 yards with a three wood from the fairway and you put it six feet from the pin. Okay, I'm coming back, right? I mean, it's not because you're a good golfer. It's because, hey, anybody can do that once in a while. It's kind of the same thing in trading. When you get that really great trade-off and you make some money on it, you think, okay, boy, there it is. I'm just going to keep doing that. But maybe what you did was a one in a hundred shot. How do you know? So when you get that great trade, people immediately start thinking about what you can make. But there's that word again. It's an undefined English word that has no mathematical parameters on it. What are the odds that you're going to make money on that trade? Any money at all. You probably get a lot of garbage emails in your email because if you're listening to this podcast, you've had some interest in trading. If you've been looking on the internet for trading, you probably are getting a ton of these garbage emails every day. Some are probably good, but just simply, objectively speaking, 95% of them are pure garbage. You probably got one of those great options emails where you get this email and it says, boy, look at this, look at the money you can make, look at this option trade. I took 10 contracts, I made $6,000 in two weeks and I only risked $850, that's almost 10 to one. That's what you can do too. Well, of course you can do that. What you didn't see was that that person, in order to capture that one trade he's showing you, may have taken 20, 30 trades that all stopped out before he got that one. So yeah, here's what you can do. But did you make money this month? That's the question always, right? For that matter, you can make a lot of money walking on the shoulders of America's expressways, looking for bags of money that have been thrown out by cars driven by drug dealers at high-speed pursuits. You can make a lot of money doing that. The odds are not very good though, believe me, I've tried it. So back to the terms that I mentioned, in the episode description, I said that FOMO is closely related to some other terms, like 
patience and discipline. Where do you draw the line between these? Well, patience, if you want to go to the dictionary, is the capacity to accept, tolerate, delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. In other words, you just can't wait. You see the trade and all you can think about is, boy, if this really takes off, I don't want to miss it. You're looking at where it might go. You're thinking of the money you could make. And you just feel like, boy, what am I going to do if it gets there and I'm not in this trade? I'm going to miss all that money. I can't do that. That makes me even sound like a bad trader, maybe, right? Traders shouldn't be missing great trades. This looks like it could be a great trade because if it gets there, that's a lot of money. But of course, where is there and how do you know it's going to get there? How do you know what the odds are of it getting there? And the truth of it is everything in that statement I just said is really backwards about how you should be thinking. You should not be thinking about the money you could make. You should be thinking of the odds of the money that you might make compared to what you might lose on every trade. And for the next word that's in that description, we have FOMO, we have patience, and we have discipline. Well, what's discipline? I'm not going to go to the dictionary for this. I'm just going to go out of my head. Discipline is a personality trait that gives you control over your emotions. That's my definition. I don't know how close that is to what Webster says. You can take a look. But in trading, discipline is the mechanism that steps in and says, hey, yeah, you're going to miss that trade. So what? You know, there are probably 7,000 other trades you might miss in a morning if you're day trading. More than that, if you're on swing trading or longer term. 7,000 trades that could happen that morning if you look at the entire U.S. market on every time frame. Probably more than that. What are you going to do about all those? Are you going to worry about missing all of those trades? Whether or not you even miss something or not comes down to whether or not you had a setup that you felt was a setup that you cannot stand the thought of not taking. And there is where the real problem comes in. Most traders just don't know that. Think about this. If you don't know what you're looking for, it's hard to say when you found it, right? Wow. Sorry if you're driving. I hope you didn't slide off the road there. Wow, what a statement. But yet, isn't that just common sense? Listen to that again. If you don't know what you're looking for, it's hard to say when you found it. But yet I defy any trader listening to me to prove to me that they really know what they're looking for. Gulp. That I just hit a little nerve there with some of you. I know I mentioned this in a recent prior podcast, and I hate to be so singly focused on giving information that actually is key to what works. <laughs> but while this problem I'm discussing may exist for any trader, the first step is to simply know what you're doing. There's no fear of missing out if you know that there's nothing to miss out on. If everything is a guess, you feel like you're missing everything. When you can look at 100 charts and say you have no interest in 97 of them because they're not set up in the way you want to see them set up, then maybe you're getting somewhere. That 97, by the way, is not a made-up number. While I like long-term investing, I also like day trading. And every morning I run a day trading room for an hour and a half or so. And in preparation for that, I look at about, well, I look at about 1,200 stocks, but there's a list I go through. It's about 1,000. And when I go through that 1,000, I typically flag 30 of them at the most, typically less, typically 20. So if you do the math on that, 30 out of 1,000 is about 3%. So that means 97% of the stocks I'm looking at instantly, I can tell you, don't meet my requirements for what I want to see for whatever type of trade I'm looking for. That means whatever those stocks do, I didn't miss anything. I don't care. I didn't miss anything because I have no interest in seeing them. Yes, pick any stock in the world. Throw a dart and pick a stock. It may go up. It may go down tomorrow. That doesn't mean you missed it. Out of those 30 stocks that I end up with, probably 20 of them, probably about two-thirds of them actually make a list for me the next day because when I review them the next morning or later that morning, I eliminate some of them. And then 
maybe one or two of those end up on what I call the hot list, meaning, okay, based on not only the charts I looked at then, but based on my market bias this morning and based on the timing of everything and based on the other timeframes, here's a moment where I think this may be applicable. And then I have to find the right entry. So the odds of finding exactly what I want become very, very small. Yes, I can look at any chart you want and say, no clue, no idea, don't care, don't show it to me again, don't want to do it. I want the high odds trades that I know what they're doing. Now, keep in mind, there's a lot of ways to make money. I teach how to read a chart. And from that knowledge, you can branch off and find a zillion different little niches where you can find your trades. We're not all doing the same thing. But that's the question I have for you. Do you have that little niche? Can you look and say, no, 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 and then go, boom, yeah, that's what I'm looking for, step one. Now let's find the rest of what I need. That's when you start really getting odds in your favor. And the more knowledge you have in this area, the less you have FOMO, the more patience you have. And this is what instills discipline. Traders struggle with discipline because they don't have patience, because they have FOMO, and it's never going to improve by just simply saying, oh, I have to get better, or by any other kind of self-help techniques, because if you don't have that underlying knowledge, you'll never know what it is you're looking for, and you'll never know what is good, what is bad, what are you missing, what did you really miss? Now, you can really miss a trade. You could have something that's set up right, you liked it, everything was good, and you mistakenly didn't pull the trigger when your plan said you should have. That's a miss, and that's something you have to look at. But that's a very rare problem for most people. So I want to close out going back to the opening comment here. The tip that I put out in email over a period of time, one of the tips was, it's not what you miss, it's what you make. If you have the constant fear of missing out, you will lower your odds. Strike when things line up, lay low when they don't. As I mentioned when I first read it, that entire comment is a soft comment to a new trader. What do I mean by a soft comment? Well, I mean, it's just words. It's like buy low, sell high. Constant fear of missing out, you'll lower the odds. Strike when things line up. Well, what does that mean? Well, that's where your knowledge comes in. If you don't have the technical skill to know when things line up, you'll never know when they line up. Lay low when they don't. How do you know when things don't line up? Same thing. When you have that skill, you have the ability to say, hey, Here's when I strike. Here's when I lay low. Now, you may not always be right. You may lay low during one of the greatest trades, whatever it was, but you learn to accept, hey, there's another trade. It's not what you miss. I don't care I missed that trade. What I care about is I felt that it was a lower odds trade. Lower odds trades work sometimes, and I want to wait for the better odds trades. Knowledge, skill, technical skill is what gives you the ability to conquer all of these psychological issues. Do me two favors. Go back and listen to this a second time. Anything that you learn in trading, when you skim through it the first time, a lot of it doesn't sink in, trust me. If you listen to a podcast, listen to it three times. Listen to it until you can mimic the words that I'm saying and you really understand it. Second thing, if you like these naturally, be sure you subscribe. A new podcast for me comes out every Thursday, and I'll keep them coming. I still have an endless list of topics to talk about. This is Paul for DTS. Good trading, everybody. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.